my wife needs a break episode number five here we are we're back again i told y'all i'm trying to be more consistent and here we are a week later getting out episode five of the podcast my wife needs a break my name is Rui. here with y'all again uh if this is your first time listening i appreciate you checking it out and seeing what's happening here on my wife needs a break um essentially a podcast where i get to just talk about random stuff that i'm thinking about or that's on my mind uh throughout the week that i don't want to pester my wife with so that's kind of what we're doing here with the podcast so last week i told y'all we had taken like a, a a break of like a month that was not intentional so i'm trying to be more consistent and uh we also talked about the fact that my goal was to keep the podcast kind of tightly packaged until about a half an hour uh, we were at like 40 something minutes last week and i think if it's just me by myself once a week that i think 30 minutes is enough time for y'all to spend like listening to me rant about sports and music and um you know trying to do stand-up comedy and all of that stuff so you know the podcast is listed under comedy if this is your first time listening but you know i don't know if everything's really funny a lot of it's just stuff i want to talk about i think you know sometimes there's some humor in it but um, it didn't really fit in any, any of the other categories. And since I do comedy, I just figured we'll throw it under that. Um, I talk a lot about sports. So, I mean, it, it, there's a way in a way it could end up being more of a sports podcast. But, you know, we're going to roll with it and we're going to do that. So 30 minutes here on episode five um, today. Going to be covering a few things uh, to give you a rundown so you can figure out here in the first couple of minutes if you even want to, you know, spend your time listening Um We've also got a playlist that I put together, so I let y'all know what songs I'm going to add to the, you know, My Wife Needs a Break playlist that's on Apple Music, so y'all can check that out as well. So today we're going to be talking about rappers and retirement. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, rappers and the idea of them being able to retire from the rap game and just my thoughts on that. We're going to be talking about the NCAA March Madness, the Final Four. We're going to talk about some predictions for the Final Four. We're going to talk about... Um, the women's final four because you know they 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 grind and they do a lot of work and people overlook that whole you know tournament so i want to talk a little bit about the women's final four as well um i'm going to talk about the nba getting close to playoff time and uh i figured there's a few topics i want to touch on on that and then we're going to talk about comedy how things have been going uh, for myself um my last week or so what i've been up to any upcoming shows i've got and um anything i've been watching anything i've been listening to so going to talk about that as well and we're going to wrap up the whole podcast which is going to be new this week and i'm gonna try to do this every week i mentioned it on uh, episode four which is that i want to start doing some shout outs um mainly of people like on instagram that i follow that i think are are someone to check either someone to look out for to follow or someone that i follow that i think is just you know real dope and they do cool things and i I think it'd be cool if y'all check them out as well so we're going to also um jump into some shout outs at the end so that'll kind of be the new thing we're doing and hopefully that'll round us out at about 30 minutes and you know whenever you're listening to this you can go about your day um, i'm recording this on a tuesday night uh about 10 30 west coast time i uh, just got back from an open mic so um, i'll talk a little bit about that um and all that fun stuff but um so this will be debuting on a on a wednesday it'll be wednesday uh, march 28th will be when this is dropping so um hopefully you know whenever you're listening to this you enjoy it but yeah gonna keep it to a tight 30 so let's jump right into all all this stuff we got to talk about here on my wife needs a break the podcast it's real important all right rappers uh 
I don't think you can retire. I just want to put that out there. As a rapper, I don't think you can retire. Um, two rappers recently, one kind of sort of almost retired, and one has said that they are retiring. And so I want to talk a little bit about both of those things and then also where I think that all came from. Uh, so first thing is about two weeks ago now, Lloyd Banks um, of G-Unit fame, um, one of the, you know, over the years has been considered one of the best lyricists in the game, uh, somebody who, you know, spits bars. Um, Lloyd Banks, he put out like a, it was like an Instagram post or a tweet where basically he was shouting out everybody who influenced him over the years and basically saying it was time to hang him up. Something along those lines. I don't got the exact quote in front of me because, again, I just don't think rappers can retire. So everyone started talking about, oh, Lloyd Banks is retiring and like, oh, this is like a thing. He's, he's retiring from the game. And, you know, some people like, you know, made jokes like, you know, they didn't even know Lloyd Banks still made music or they didn't even know Lloyd Banks was still alive. And then you know, some people are big Lloyd Banks fans. So they were like, you know, sticking up for Lloyd Banks and what have you. Uh, for me, um, the thing that was interesting to me was Banks, like he pretty quickly backtracked and said he's not really retiring and he was just saying how oh it's so crazy how the media can just run away with things and i think it's funny because it's like dude you posted it on your social media like i I don't know if some of these rappers realize nowadays like and entertainers in general you are the media dummy like you're you're the media like you put it out yourself there's no way you can like take it out of context or misconstrue what you're saying you're the one typing the shit like you're the one putting it out there so for Lloyd Banks or whoever, like whatever rapper is, you know, and I like Lloyd Banks, don't get me wrong, like, you know, Hunger for More, Lloyd, you know, Banks' first album, that was great. And he got ended up, you know, putting out other, you know, hit records over the years. And I think he's a great rapper, but come on, fam, like you can't act like you just what, you retiring from rap you retiring from 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 art, from an activity. Like it don't make no sense. Like, you know, so Banks did that and he was kinda all, you know, you know, like, oh, I didn't I'm not really retiring. And, you know, it was kind of funny, fifty cent, um, who, you know, from G Unit you know, made fun of him and he made some jokes about, you know, Banks retiring. I thought it was humorous, but, you know, so people kind of came at Banks like, oh, how you like, you know, now you're backtracking, you're not retiring. So people were confused. Um, one more, it appears to be like a more concrete, like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm done. Young Jeezy, a.k.a. just Jeezy now. I remember when he was just young Jeezy, the snowman. But, you know, Jeezy, he, he's saying that he's about to retire. Uh, he said he's got an album coming out that's going to be his last album. So he, you know, he he's saying that this is gonna be his final, you know, his final music. That he said he's putting out Thug Motivation 104, and that's gonna be his final album that he's putting out. Um, and he's gonna, you know, basically, essentially, he said in, in his in his post that, you know, he's basically gonna graduate. That's it. It's over. Um, I feel like Thug Motivation. If it was a class, you'd get past 104 as a as like the class. I don't even seem like you got that far, you know, you ain't even at a 400 level class. I guess that's what happens when dudes who didn't go to college, you know, make titles of, of their albums after like coursework, you can't really be mad at them, but you know, 104 wouldn't be the end. You would think you do more than just the 100. That's, that's very basic. That's freshman year. So you would think you get more, but I like Jeezy. I think Jeezy's good. I think he's very influential in the culture and everything. But, you know, he thinks he's done. He thinks he's moving on to other things, which I hope he does a lot of good in the community. He does a lot of good. But, again, I just don't get this whole retiring from rap thing. Like, it's an art form. Like, you don't, you, you ain't you ain't really going to stop rapping. Like, well, you're not going to tour ever again. Like, like, there's dudes who stop rapping, you know, in the mainstream and aren't popular anymore, like, years ago. But, 
people still tour, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ja Rule still tours, you know what I mean? Like, him and Ashanti are on tour, like, right now, you know what I mean? Even after that whole failed festival thing he was a part of a year ago, you know, even Ja Rule's out here, you know, making moves. Everyone's out here making money still. You know, Eric B and Rakim are going on tour after, like, 20 years or something like that. They haven't been on tour. Like, everybody can still get money in hip-hop. Like, you don't have to, you know, retiring, Just it just seems so dumb to me. Like, it's not a sport. But, you know, hip-hop and, and, and sports, especially basketball particularly, you know, because, you know, every basketball player wants to be a rapper and every rapper wants to be a basketball player. They take this idea of, like, retiring, you know, like, to this weird level where it's like, why would you even think you, you can't really retire from this, my man? Like, and it all started with Jay-Z. Back when Jay-Z was like, oh, I'm out of here, Black Album. It's my last album. I'm out of here. I'm retiring from rap. And everyone treated like he really retired or something, you know, and it's really because of basketball, man. It's because Michael Jordan retired. You know, everybody wants to, you know, be like Mike in some way or another. And, you know, so these rappers are still saying they're retiring. It's like, yo, you you can't retire. Like, it don't make any sense to me. Like, fashion designers don't just, like, retire from, like, fashion. Like, you know what I'm saying? They might not be popular anymore. They might not work for a certain company. But they always creating stuff. They're always making stuff for certain people. It ain't like you just quit this thing you do. You know, it's like basketball players they you know they stop playing basketball because they were they're retiring from like a league where they don't they no longer participate professionally but there is no like level to what's professional like soundcloud rappers are like real rappers technically like you don't need to be like signed to a record label to be real so i don't get the idea of retiring like you're just gonna stop doing this thing you claim you love so much like you're just done with it like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me so Rappers, I'm just going to need y'all to stop saying you're retiring. It's dumb. Jay-Z did it. And he's, and look, every year is supposed to be like the, like the last time you might ever get to see Jay-Z go on tour. I remember it was like 2009 or 2010. And I think Hove had put out like Blueprint 3 and he went on tour and he had come through my hometown. And it was like, you know, a big deal. Like, you got to go see Jay-Z. Like, you might never get to see Jay-Z in concert ever again. And now, basically, you can see Jay-Z in concert with Beyonce, like, every other year, every year. So, what are we talking about retiring? Like, none of these guys retire. Like, you can't retire from an art form. Like, you know, it's not, you're not basketball players, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get slow. Like, you just, you know, you might get irrelevant, but, like, Jay-Z's proven, like, you can be an older guy and still be popular. You know, like, Snoop Dogg just reinvented himself again and put out, like, a gospel, like, album or something. So, like... You could always, you know, keep creating and keep making stuff and be relevant if you're interesting enough. You know, it's not like sports where you no longer could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like your, your body don't let you do it no more. You could you could keep rapping like that. Ain't, you ain't you don't got to stop rapping. So, you know, rappers, please stop. We don't want to hear it no more. Please stop with the you're retiring. Lloyd Banks, just keep putting out mixtapes. Keep rapping. Jeezy, go in the community. Do your thing. But if you feel like getting in the booth and rapping, you don't got to unretire, bro. Just go in the booth. Be the snowman, spit that heat, thug motivation. We love it, okay? Jay Z, you gonna be ninety years old still spitting raps? You know what I'm saying? Like you and Blue Ivy and your other weird kids with their weird names. You know, what I'm y'all all gonna be rapping together, family albums and all that. Like, stop retiring from rap. It's stupid. All right, just we don't need it anymore. Just keep being great, keep making music, keep pushing the culture forward. But stop saying you're retiring. It sounds dumb. Staying on the music tip. Um, like I mentioned, we have the, the playlist that we put that I put together. Um, my wife needs a break. The playlist is on Apple Music. Um, 
there's always a link out there to it. If you go to my website, RuiComedy.com, you can get links to the podcast. You can get links to um, the playlist as well. So two songs I'm adding this week. Last week I added like five because I had been gone for like a month, but I'm only adding two this week. First one is by uh, Lil Dicky. Speaking of people who don't take themselves too serious, this is one thing I like about him. Lil Dicky, if you never heard of him, very funny rapper. Um, he's a talented guy. I think he's you know almost like a comedian, but he's a real, he he really can spit. You know he's funny. He has a song with Chris Brown called Freaky Friday. The video makes the song a hundred times funnier. So I definitely recommend go check out the video uh, for Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky featuring Chris Brown. Really, it's Chris Brown featuring Lil Dicky. Chris like CBs on the whole record, but. Um, very funny song. Also, just a catchy record. Like it's it's a mustard beat. Like it's it's crazy to me that, that Lil Dicky like literally he got this DJ mustard beat and he's thinking to himself, man, I should really call up Chris Brown and say, yo, Chris, I got this idea. We switch bodies. You sing as if you're me and your body, and I'll rap as if I'm you. Like it's it's hilarious. So um, definitely check it out. And I think it's a it's a cool song. It's catchy. So I threw that on the playlist. More so if you've never seen the video, so you can check out the video too. So that's one we put on there. Um, and then the second song I'm putting on this week, Tory Lanez. It's called For Me. It's a real catchy, smooth record. Got a nice vibe to it. Um, off his uh, new album, Memories Don't Die. Um, definitely a dope record. Um, I think Tory Lanez is still... People think he's trying to find his sound. I'm sure he is. I mean, you know, he, he sounds like a lot of people, but you know, he says a lot of people sound like him because he's been writing for a lot of people, so... Got a new Lil Dicky, Chris Brown, Freaky Friday, Tory Lanez, For Me. That's on the playlist, so we're adding both of those songs today. If you're listening on um, Anchor.fm, if you're listening through the Anchor app, you know you can get snippets of these songs. Um, obviously, when I put the podcast up and it goes on to iTunes and all these other things, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever, um, it the music don't carry over. And so over time, I'm going to try to work on that. I'm going to try to you know en- enhance the podcast, but we're at, at episode five. So I'm working with what I got. I'm recording these basically off my cell phone. So we'll make it work. We'll get better as time goes. You know, when we hit episode 100, it'll be a whole different podcast than what we started with. But the main thing is we keep pushing forward. So um, definitely, definitely check out the music. Um, if you're listening on, on Anchor FM, like I said, uh, Freaky Friday will be the song that plays at the beginning of the podcast. So you, if you listen to this now, you already heard it. And if you're listening at the end, it'll be at the end um, will be Tory Lanez for me. So we'll kind of bookend those records. Right. So that's where we're at with the music. Um, speaking of like basketball, competitiveness, retiring, all that stuff. NCAA Final Four is happening. Um, March Madness has really been crazy. Um, our, our Final Four right now on the men's side is Loyola Chicago versus Michigan. Loyola, Loyola, excuse me, is an 11 seed. Michigan is a three. Then you got Villanova and Kansas, two one seeds playing. And so I said last week I wasn't going to make any predictions. I don't have a bracket this year. Um, so since I don't have a bracket, I really don't care. I'm always pulling for the upsets. Um, and so I've been thinking a lot about how I wanted to make this decision about who, you know, who I was going to pick. And my gut is telling me Michigan is going to knock Loyola off and that Michigan, I don't know why I think Michigan's going to win the whole thing. I want Loyola to win, like, and I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think Michigan, I think Michigan is going to beat Loyola and I think um, Kansas is going to beat Villanova and I think somehow Michigan is going to beat Kansas and Michigan's going to win a national championship. That's what I think. I think they just, they had that crazy shot they hit against, um, I believe it was Houston that Michigan, they shouldn't even have got through, and somehow they did that, and now they've just been bodying teams. So um, I'm going to go Michigan, 
and Kansas in the championship, and Michigan gets the win, and Kansas um, somehow doesn't get it done, even though they got a great squad. Um, Villanova, I just I've, I've seen them almost lose or lose to Providence and other teams that I follow pretty closely, and I'm just I don't I don't know if I buy that they're gonna get it done, but maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Um, that's my predictions on the NCAA, but I love it because man, you keep getting to see uh, Sister Jean from Loyola. It's hilarious. Um, I just love that they they always cut the camera to her and show her like she's just an old lady sitting down. She ain't got no like she ain't gonna have no like super expressive moment. Like, what do you want this lady to have a heart attack? She old as dirt. Like, let her be happy. You know what I'm saying? Let her just chill. So I'm putting the camera in her face all the time um, and asking her if she wants to hang out with Charles Barkley. Like, you nuts out here. Charles Barkley ain't got no time to be hanging out with no old ladies. So ease up. All right. So we're going Michigan, Kansas, and then Michigan's winning the whole thing. We'll check in next week and see if I was right or wrong on that. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about the UConn women's team. They're undefeated, and they are in the Final Four yet again. Um, the women's Final Four is set as well. And the women's Final Four is not like the men's Final Four. There are no upsets. That's not how this thing works. Um, so, you know, it's not uh, at all the, the case. The way it works in women's is the one seeds get through, basically. So you got number one Louisville taking on number one um, Mississippi State. And you got Notre Dame playing against Connecticut. I think last year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mississippi State was the team that, that beat UConn on a buzzer beater. So that would be kind of crazy to watch Michigan State play against UConn in the final. But UConn's got to get through Notre Dame. But UConn women are undefeated this year. They've won, like, I think this is their 12th straight, like, Final Four or something like that. Or, they, or, or some craziness like that. They've been to a whole bunch they're like, you know, unstoppable. It's kind of crazy that they're this like dominant, but you know, um, I'm I'm thinking they're gonna win it again. So I just want to give them their props, man, because no, it's, it's not easy what they're doing. They've they've won so many games and they're so dominant where games aren't even supposed to be close, and it's it's very impressive. So I just want to give them a quick shout out because I think that you know they're super impressive and and the women's game is fun to watch and people really like you know don't give it as just do, but. I want to give them their shout out. They get their just due. Um, speaking of UConn, real quick, UConn took away um, the basketball coach from the University of Rhode Island, Dan Hurley, who's who's taking URI to new heights. And I'm, as a Rhode Islander myself and a URI grad, I was very sad to see Dan Hurley go. He got to campus right before I graduated, and uh, he seemed like a real good dude. And he turned the program around and made them a contender. So hopefully they figure out how to get somebody in place who's going to keep that that vibe going. But he moves on to UConn to kind of try to revive that program um, on the men's side. So we'll see. I mean, it's got to be interesting going to a school where, like, the, the women's team is so much more dominant and relevant. Um, that's got to be pretty interesting to deal with. So definitely um, stay tuned on that. We'll see what Dan Hurley does at UConn. Because every school he's been at, he was at Wagner, turned them into a tournament team, was at URI, turned URI into a competitive tournament team. You know, now he's at UConn and he should hopefully have all the resources he needs. I think they gave him $18 million over like six seasons or something. So good for him and his family. But, you know, sad for the University of Rhode Island. Got to shout out my roadie Rams all day, every day, even though Duke bodied us in uh, in the tournament. That was tough to watch. Um, all right, we're, so we're moving on here. My wife needs a break. NBA, the National Basketball Association. Okay, got a few things I want to talk about. I don't want to harp on the NBA too much. Playoffs is coming up. We're going to talk a lot about the NBA. I need a couple things to happen. Number one, uh, stop 
asking if James Harden and LeBron James are in an MVP chase. James Harden is the NBA's MVP. That's it. And I'm not even a Harden fan. I'm a LeBron guy all day, every day. The Cavs have been far too inconsistent. I don't care if LeBron's been averaging big numbers. Like, you got to give it to Harden. He got the best record. He's balling. Like, he earned it this year. So please just give that MVP to Harden. It's not a conversation. LeBron's had a great season. But he's had so many games where just he don't look like he's into it. Like even today, they just played Miami and they got smoked in Miami. And LeBron just didn't really look like he had it. So um, I think this is the year you got to give it to to James Harden and just like let it be. You know, let that thing let that thing rock. So that's that. Uh, the Warriors got a lot of injuries. I think if the Warriors, if Steph Curry can't play, they'll get through the first round. Like that's light work. But the second and third round, they're gonna really need Curry in the mix, man. They don't look like the same team without Steph. Clay's going to be coming back from an injury. Um, Draymond got nicked up a little bit. Like, and he got kicked in the nuts, which is, like, you know, poetic. And um, KD had, like, a bruised rib or something. So they got to get their guys back healthy. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. But they really need Steph. I think they need Steph. He's a big deal for them. Uh, Kyrie Irving just had surgery. And everyone I know in Boston is like, it don't matter. Celtics all day. We're going all the way to chip. Ter- like Rozier and, and Morris and... Tatum and Jalen Brown and they're going to take us to the prompt. No, you're, you're out your mind. Y'all need Marcus Smart back because he's the glue and you need Kyrie. You're going to need Kyrie when it matters. When the playoffs turn into a bunch of uh, uh, just a mess of a game, you're going to need Kyrie to get you a bucket and you're going to need Kyrie to, to show you how it's done. So Boston, you're tripping. You need Kyrie back and you need Kyrie healthy. Stop with that bullshit. Um, Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs. Yo, shame on the Spurs for trying to make Kawhi Leonard look like damaged goods. They're treating Kawhi Leonard like trash. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like what they're doing to Kawhi Leonard. Um, he got hurt. Tony Parker's been in the media talking real spicy. Um, Ginobili was talking wild. And um, I know a lot of sports analysts, they're saying that, you know, that's coming from Popovich and they're trying to put pressure on Kawhi. Um, but, you know, I think if the dude's not ready to play, get off his back, man. Like, he gave y'all a lot getting injured multiple times last year you know had he not got injured last year y'all could have gave the Warriors a run so I really think it's time for them to lay off Kawhi man Kawhi Leonard is a great player if he don't feel right if his leg don't feel right you know then leave that man alone he don't need to be you know getting pressed by y'all into into playing so shout outs to Kawhi Leonard man he's a quiet dude but you know he needs he needs to take his time coming back and, and do what's best for him and honestly, man, I, I would say if, if if the Spurs are going to treat him like that, come free agency, I say he just leave a little bit of bread on the table and go somewhere where they want him. You know what I'm saying? Like take take his talents somewhere else. You know, go to the Lakers or something. Go somewhere where you know they they they'll, they'll want you and respect you and all that, and you don't got to worry about you know you might not make as much money as you could in San Antonio if they gave you the max, but you'd be happier. You know what I'm saying? And you got you know you got a good young core around you. You could really lock up, play some defense with some young guys, fly around. Could be interesting. So. If I'm Kawhi, man, Spurs could kick rocks if they keep on talking. Um, that's that with the NBA. Uh, I know sometimes a lot of y'all probably be thinking, like, damn, all this guy talks about is basketball. I'm sorry. Football season's coming up. The draft's in like 30 days. So NFL draft, we'll be talking about it for sure. Odell Beckham, all these different topics. They just changed the catch rule again. Who knows what a catch is anymore? Um, they just they, they say they made it better. It probably got worse. So we'll definitely talk NFL coming up. I am not going to talk baseball very regularly. I'm sorry. It's probably not going to happen. I know opening day is like like in two days. I don't care. I don't care. I had somebody point out, yo, you got T-Mobile. T-Mobile, you get the MLB network for like free for the whole year. I ain't watching the damn game. 
Not going to happen. I don't care about baseball. Sometimes I watch around the playoffs, but I'm usually not watching baseball. I'll probably go to a San Diego Padres game this year, maybe. I do like going to the games live. I do think baseball is way better live. So if you're a baseball head, I respect it, but I can't watch that shit on TV. Maybe in the playoffs, maybe the World Series. Otherwise, it's a dub. Get out of here. Only baseball I watch is the Little League World Series because those kids are hilarious because they be crying and they be ruining their whole life. And I'm just a mean person. I like to watch them struggle. I think it's funny that that's like the hardest thing they went through in their whole life. Like, you know, shed them tears. Um, That's funny. And I watch the World Baseball Classic because I'm all about having pride in your country. You know what I'm saying? So I watch the World Baseball Classic. But Major League Baseball, nah. Not not on the regular. Not going to happen. Hockey. I don't think I'm going to talk hockey anytime soon. But hockey playoffs is coming up. And I will say that's some entertaining shit. The hockey playoffs is very entertaining. Um... We got a few months. I'll talk some soccer when the World Cup rolls through. It's going to be in Russia. That's going to be interesting. So that's what that's what I got for sports right now. Uh, let's jump into my comedy situation. Currently, I'm trying to be more consistent. I'm trying to get myself to open mics and be you know more consistent with the grind. It's really like uh, it's tough sometimes to get out at night and really you know work and <coughs> excuse me. Man, I apologize. Got a little cough there. And uh, I don't want to wreck the podcast because we take we do it in a one take, baby. So you got you to gotta bear with me. <coughs> it's tough out here in these streets. Back to it. I'm trying to be consistent with the open mics. I'm trying to get some more mics um, if possible. So last week, I went to an open mic pretty much every single night. I recorded the podcast on a Monday. And then Tuesday through Friday, I did open mics. I gave the weekend to my wife. Um, and hung out with her, but back to it now, um, was just at the American Comedy Company tonight for their open mic, I gotta give them a shout out, American Comedy Company, their open mic is a a lot of fun, Um, it's random, so your name gets picked out of a bucket, so you just gotta hope your name gets picked, but they get good crowds, people show up, it's downtown, they show up to drink, hang out, drink specials, and all that, so it's definitely um, a great time out if you're looking for something to do in San Diego, but that's a lot of fun at that mic, um, it's also been a good way for me to work on like what I'm doing with like comedy. So I'm really trying to like work on having a tighter set. You know, usually at these open mics you get like three to five minutes. So I'm really trying to focus on having like a tight three, five minutes where it's just like I'm constantly, you know, getting 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 jokes out, getting laughs out, it's being sharper, I'm not wasting words, I'm trying to just make sure I get through, you know, hit my hit my jokes and really, you know, make the most of that time I have on stage. So um, it's been good practice, so really happy about that. Um, I'll be at more open mics this week, um, and I've got a show on Friday. Um, it's going to be at Friday at 8 o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be at the um, KO uh, Brewery and Restaurant, KO Underground, excuse me, the KO Underground Brewery and Restaurant. That's downtown um, on 5th Ave. Uh, so it'll be a fun show. It's going to be a nice bar show, a lot of good comedians on it. So I'm excited to be on that. Shout outs to, to Neil Singh uh, for booking me on that. Um, appreciate him for for that. Um, also trying, I'm also trying to get more content out. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get more content out to people. I'm trying to make sure that I can, you know, be more consistent with content. So if I'm not doing, you know, a show or if I'm not promoting something, it's also you know getting more content on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm trying to be more consistent. So I recently put out a video. It was a clip actually from a show I had done back in New England 
and it was about my home. It was about Rhode Island, my home state, and just how people in Rhode Island are. And it was honestly like a like a one minute little little tiny little snippet, but um, I thought it was funny. Like the premise, like it definitely wasn't flushed out. I think that might have been the first time I ever t- did it on stage. It was kind of like me just riffing. Um, but then I put like pictures on the background of it because it was just the audio from the open mic, excuse me, from the show. And so that that audio, I put some pictures over it that I thought were funny. And I got a lot of love for it, especially from people back home in Rhode Island. So I definitely think that was a sign that's like, you got to be, I got to do more content. I got to do a little bit more and step out of my comfort zone. So that's really important. Um, two more comedy shout outs. Um, Brent Morin, I checked out his 30 minute um, special on Netflix on the standups on that show. Um, Brent, uh, Brent also has a, um, a one hour comedy special on Netflix. It's real funny. Um, uh, and yeah, he's he's pretty dope, man. Brent is he's super chill. I met him like when I first started doing stand up at Foxwoods, the first show I ever did at Foxwoods at um, when comics used to be at Foxwoods. I um, I bombed hard on stage, and it was like I was probably like six, seven months into doing stand up. I bombed hard, and um, I came off stage, and he was headlining that weekend, and Brent was just hanging in the green room, and he was he was low key, he was pretty he was pretty toasted, he was in there drinking, hanging out. He's a big Clippers fan. He was watching the Clippers game. And uh, I came to the green room and he was just like, hey, man, sometimes it gets weird out there, you know, and, you know, you'll be all right. You'll bounce back. So it was kind of good to have somebody who's been in the game kind of give me that, you know, give me that push. So shout outs to him and uh, his special. Definitely check it out if you got time. Um, I think it's a great, um, a great special. Um, just if you want a quick laugh for 30 minutes or you want to watch his full special, and get an hour's worth and get a good laugh. And um, Brent's real funny. So definitely recommend that for sure. Um, so looking at the time, we're at about 30 minutes. So, you know, I was talking a lot. I was talking kind of fast, too. So we're going to work on it. We're going to work on the pacing. We're going to work on the content. We're going to work on all that stuff. You know, we're not getting a ton of listeners every week, but every single person who listens, I appreciate you. You take the time to listen to, you know, five minutes. You take the time to just skim through it, whatever it is. I really appreciate you. You know, we're right at about 30 minutes right now, which I'm, I'm cool with. Um, so I'm going to wrap up with, uh, with some shout outs. And, uh, and then we're going to get out of here. So I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to My Wife Needs a Break. Um, again, big shout-outs to the Anchor app, man. If you don't have Anchor, um, the Anchor app is great. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, I think it's a great way to start um, getting your feet wet. That's what I'm doing right now, and I'm learning more ways I can be more productive. But, you know, Anchor is a great platform that literally they take your podcast and they spread it out across all these different networks. The app itself is real cool. Um, to listen to podcasts and things like that. So um, big shout outs to Anchor for being, you know, just like a, a good way to get people into podcasting because I didn't know how to get started. And literally all it took was me having my cell phone, um, a little microphone and, and boom, I'm in. I make my podcast every week and I really appreciate um, them for doing that. So shout outs to them as a, as a, as a starting point. Um, so here we go. Here, here's my shout outs for the week. These are some people that I think y'all should consider maybe follow on Instagram um, you know, and keeping up with, and I'll tell you a little bit about why I'm giving them a big shout out. So I got three shout outs today. Real important. First one, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name hundred percent, right? I'll spell it out and I'm going to tag them on Instagram when I post this as well. Um, but, uh, savvy, the amusing is S A V V Y underscore T H E underscore A M U S I N G. Um, so I don't know if I'm saying that right. Dude's a stand-up comedian, and he does impressions and, like, voiceovers. But what I've really been watching on his Instagram is he does, um, like, voiceovers of... I'm big into the NBA and sports in general, but 
he does a lot of sports voiceovers where he'll take like interviews and stuff and he just puts like an interesting funny like spin on like them but he also does pretty good impressions of like random people you didn't you wouldn't think like he has a really funny Isaiah Thomas like <laughs> impression Lonzo Ball um he does a lot of LeBron stuff so he kind of mixes it up um he has a real good Joel Embiid so if you're into sports I definitely think you know follow Savvy um the amusing on Instagram. He's hilarious. Very, very funny. So I highly recommend checking him out uh, for sure. Um, Next person I want to recommend y'all check out. I'm sure you already do because this dude's got like over 2 million followers on Instagram, but I'm still going to shout him out. I know I remember him from the Vine days, Um, but uh, let me see. Reggie Kaz. Um, Yeah, Reggie, excuse me, Reggie Reggie Coes, my bad. Reggie Coes, my bad. I apologize. R E G G I E C O U Z. He's hilarious. If you follow me on Instagram, on Snapchat, whatever, I've been posting a whole bunch of videos where I've been like bothering my wife while I play this song called Double Seaweed Deluxe. Um, and it's by uh, it's by another gentleman whose name I'm forgetting off the top of my head, and I apologize. I'm gonna find him too, and I'm gonna tag him as well but Reggie's like singing on it and it's just mad funny it's like a Spongebob like like I'm like if you haven't heard this before like you is is pretty funny Reggie's on it it's, I think I'm gonna go with the yeah here we go <laughs> yeah. yeah there it is that's a vibe can you feel that right now it's got a good little little bounce to it yeah it's real good. Yeah. And the beat drop in is real smooth. So it's pretty funny. A lot of people have been doing dance videos to it. They uh, The Double Seaweed Deluxe Challenge. Um, so I've been playing that a whole bunch on my, um, my Instagram story, especially because I've been finding it super, super funny. So I definitely recommend following Reggie if you don't follow Reggie. Reggie also does a whole bunch of cool... Um, he does like gospel. He does like church remixes of like a, like if a pastor and like a choir would sing like a Migos record, and it's all just real funny. He has a lot of funny content, so I want to give him a big shout out um, and check him out. Follow him. Uh, last person I want to shout out. I've shouted him out before on the podcast, but I got to give him a shout out for for a cool reason. Uh, ben Jane, producer, um, based out, I guess going to be based out of L.A. soon, but based out of New York now. Also. Um, a Rhode Island native. Um, um, I know him from him working with my cousin and just being around and, and seeing him kind of develop over the years. Um, his Instagram is uh, BenJane1. So that's B-E-N-J-A-Y-N-E and the number one. Um, Ben's, Ben's a good dude. He, he's been working real hard. He's a young guy who's put a lot of work in and I'm happy to see him getting a lot of success. He produced a record, uh, New Freezer, for Rich the Kid. In the first episode of the podcast, we talked about how that was a now a gold record and how it was amazing that, you know, this kid I saw grow up basically from hanging out with my cousin, making beats at my grandmother's crib is now like this, like, you know, legit producer who's like producing gold, gold records. But that record officially went platinum like a week ago. So he's a platinum producer, man. So I just got to give him a big shout out because that's real cool. So shout out to him. I hope he keeps making great progress and, and making great music and and, uh, you know, and chasing his dream. So I think that's real cool. So that's it for this week on the podcast with the shout outs. We're closing in on about 36 minutes. So, again, still a little bit, you know, 
a little bit slow, if you will, on getting the, getting the podcast to, to the 30-minute time frame. But I think we're going to get there eventually. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen to My Wife Needs a Break, uh, episode number five. Um, if you got the time, definitely check out the first you know four episodes before this one. But we're going to try our best every week to get this podcast out. Um, and keep on, you know, talking about things that my wife don't want to hear me talk about. So if you got time, I appreciate you sharing it with me. And like I said, over, uh, over the next, you know, few months, hopefully we'll keep growing the podcast and doing some more cool things and, and really trying to be creative. So hopefully that's, that's the direction we're going in. Um, until then I'll see you next, I'll, I'll talk to you next time. I'll, uh, you know, hopefully get some feedback from y'all as well, but, uh, it's been cool. It's been real. My name's Rui. This is my wife needs a break podcast episode number five peace